Hey y'all, welcome to Dope, Humble, and Fearless. I'm super excited about this podcast. It's been years in the making, but I finally got over the hump of wanting to just hone in on one specific topic. And I just said, I'm going to talk about all things Dope, Humble, and Fearless. So for the first episode, I'm going to talk about a few people from the past and present that are dope, humble, and fearless. Enjoy! April 4th, 2019. This marks the anniversary of Dr. King's assassination. And I feel like today is the perfect day to jump into this podcast lifestyle because I have so much to say. I just find it very eerie. It's just freakishly eerie that today we still have this history repeating itself over and over again. We have a rapper that was gunned down recently, um, this past Sunday named Nipsey Hussle and there's so much buzz around his death because he was somebody that was very influential who you know put a lot of energy into his neighborhood that he grew up in and he used the money that he made from music to invest back into his community by starting businesses and those businesses created jobs and those businesses not only created jobs but also um, the black community was able to benefit from them because you know they made life easier for them because they provided um, opportunities to that the community that um, they wouldn't normally have Um, so it's just crazy that you know somebody like that was killed it's very sad very very sad but there's so many um, theories about it whether it was the fact that his businesses was in in the hood so there were you know just people that naturally um hate on you because you're doing good in the hood um that wanted to possibly kill him um there's also theories of the fact that not only was he you know giving back he was also in the process of shedding light on health um by um basically talk shedding light on Dr. Sebi's um movement and holistic healing and holistic um diets where you know he basically had herbs cure things such as cancer, lupus and even AIDS and he just said that if you eat these herbs that basically have electricity your body would naturally cleanse itself and kill off those diseases and um nipsey wanted to just create a documentary talking about um, dr sebi's work and about the foods that we eat nowadays and how it's causing all of these these diseases and you know a lot of people that are affected by it are people of color And so a lot of people think that, you know, 
maybe the fact that he was working on that um, made him a threat and he was possibly assassinated. Um, Only time will tell. They did just find a suspect. But, you know, things like this happen all the time. And only time will tell if this was indeed an actual assassination or not. I mean, same thing happened back in the 60s with, you know, the JFKs, the Bobby Kennedys, Dr. King, um, Medgar Evers, um, all these fallen soldiers um, where things happened to them where they, you know, were killed in the 60s. But I mean, we're not really learning their truths until decades later. So you'll never know. Um, So... It it just gives me chills and goosebumps that, you know, his story is similar to things that was happening in the civil rights movement back in the 60s. And I want to take it back to the 60s because I just recently watched the documentary on Sam Cooke on Netflix called Who Killed Sam Cooke? And I couldn't help but... Um, see the similarities so Sam Cooke was a singer black singer um, who was very soulful and everybody loved him I mean Hollywood elite people loved him Um, the black community loved him and he was also loved around the world Um, he was an artist who you know came from a soulful gospel background but crossed over um with his R&B blues sound but it appealed to the masses and that was always his goal was to appeal to the masses he was very a strong believer in just because he's black and creates soul music that he doesn't necessarily have to only um, have a black audience but his audience can be the whole world and um, he was killed and the situation around his death was very strange and um, it, it left a lot of questions and I don't want to ruin the documentary for you just in case you want to um, go to Netflix because this ain't that type of podcast you know I might have a little spoiler alerts but I don't want it to be the spoiler alert podcast but um, nevertheless his death was very weird and a lot of people said it just didn't it just didn't make sense um, because in all honesty they're like who would want to kill him right who Um, The only people that could ever be um, actual suspects was either the government or the mafia or um, a business partner um, who was white that he was going into business with to own his own record company. And that guy was um, in the process of trying to screw him over and Sam Cooke caught it before the ink could dry on any of the um, contracts. So, um, it's just like, wow, it's like same thing with Nipsey, right? Right. The hood loved him. LAPD loved him. You know, 
other, um, you know, musicians and Hollywood elite people loved him. I mean, gang members loved him. So why would anybody want to shoot him? But they're like, oh, he's affiliated with a gang. So maybe it was gang related. Because, you know, of course, black people who grew up in the neighborhood with gangs normally, you know, have friends that are gangs or even join the gangs. But now you're like, if you get shot, it's always going to have to be gang related, which is not true because, you know, being in the hood, stuff happens. You just never know. But um, the government could also be a, a suspect because they're like, oh, you know, with him shedding light on this holistic lifestyle, that's now, you know, sticking it to the man and the big pharma companies. So who knows? Only time will tell. Um, I really don't have a actual stance on that because, you know, I, I didn't really um, know him or followed his music. Um, I have friends and um, I'm married to somebody who is a fan, but personally, I didn't really know too much about him other than what I'm finding out now um, through social media, which, you know, you can only take so much from that and, um, you know, generate your own opinion. But I still think that um, the overall... um, the overall theme around his death just seems too similar. It just brings up, you know, memories of um, things that have been taught to us about the civil rights movement. It's just... It's just crazy, and I I really want to see how this unfolds. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so back to the sixties. The sixties had to been. You would think that the you know two thousand tens has been rough with the Trayvon Martins, Michael Brown, um, Sandra Bland's and you know, and these were people who did who weren't actual like activists, but there were people in the community that, you know, finally had some type of um media backing to where we could actually find out what's going on with our people. Um And it kind of created a movement again, Um, not necessarily black power, but just black lives matter and our black is beautiful and our black is magic, which is a great time um, to be black. You know, it's a great time to be black because if we haven't heard anything positive within the last couple of decades like this has definitely been the most positive um amongst ourselves that we've ever been in a while and um you know this is the era of reality tv so it's definitely really hard to um to portray positivity but 
nevertheless we got um you know black girls rock that is helping us um you know shed some positivity and we have the black lives matter movement um as well as just really really dope people out there that um our youth can look up to like the Ava DuVernay's and the um and the uh Beyonce's and Jay-Z's and the Eric McGruer oh my gosh I definitely love him if you never watched the boondocks please watch the boondocks because I mean he definitely is sticking it to us and making it us laugh at the same time but nevertheless um it's just crazy um what are her grandparents or parents went through depending on how old you are um but the 60s it was like one person after another after another that just was like being knocked off like the moment we got a little bit of hope then it was a threat and they were gone poof just like that just like that I mean, right before the 60s, Emmett Till, you know, um, at the age of 14 was accused of, you know, whistling at a white lady and was beaten to death and hung. And his parents decided we're going to do open casket because I want the world to see what happened to this, to my baby. I need the world to see this because this has to stop. So that was in 1955. Some time has passed. And um, if you watch the Sam Cooke documentary, there was an up-and-coming singer who also um, was set up where his tires got slashed right after one of his concerts. And he got into um, a horrible car accident. And him and his whole family was killed in that accident. Um, that was right before the 60s. And then you have 1963. Medgar Evers, a World War, a World War II veteran, shot and killed in his driveway. He was also a silver a civil rights activist at the time that was, you know, definitely on the rise and um, you know, making an impact. But, you know, they had to stop him. He was getting too too big. Then, also that same year, John F. Kennedy, who was also for equality and the people, assassinated. Boom, back door, Sam Cooke, 1964. Which, you know, was just definitely a big, 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 big shock. You know, he influenced a lot of people. Followed by Malcolm X in 1965. And then we have in 1968, Robert Kennedy, who had mentioned that, you know, possibly 40 years from then that there will possibly be a black president. And he was right. And then Dr. King in 1968 as well.
just let that soak in. These were some major, major, major power players um, to the civil rights movement and gone just like that. Just like that. It's just sad. And did I did I even mention um, why the government would even be interested in Sam Cooke? Not only did he, you know, speak out against injustice in a lot of his music, which most of those songs didn't even get released until after his death, but he was really good friends with Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali, which at the time, you know, they were, you know, Muslims and Muslims were being known to be really radical and J. Edgar Hoover was not having it not having it back then I mean he took down all of those civil rights soldiers as well as the Black Panther Party this man was not playing was not playing and the effects of him taking down the Black Panther Party still affects us to this day. He used drugs to infiltrate that organization and that led to an epidemic that we still suffer from to this day. The epidemic that went into this huge crack epidemic in the 80s which then they're like oh we're gonna have to stop this because it's starting to get out of hand so then then they came up with the war on drugs which is like okay instead of helping these people and rehab rehabilitating these people we're just gonna lock them up now you locking people up and now we got single mothers on the rise single parent homes on the rise absent parents on the rise and here we are today where now we have um, like people like Obama who wanted to start you know shedding light on bringing fathers back into the homes like let's help these people instead of incarcerate these people but man it's like, I wonder what's going to happen next. I wonder what's going to happen next. Like, how are they going to continue to come after people of color? I mean, this new up-and-coming generation, I mean, it's all about technology. They're not worried about racism. So, I feel like it can only get better from here. But then again, you can't be too influential without getting shut down. And during... 
the time, it always seems like, well, maybe it could be this, maybe it could be that, maybe. And then we find out decades later, like, nope, the government shut it down. That's exactly what it was. FBI had been listening in for a couple of years, gathering all the information, and they just all agreed. It's a threat. Just like Black Lives Matter. They are a threat because they wanted to say black lives matter. How do you become a threat by saying something matters? They're not saying cocaine matters. They're not saying bombs matter. They're saying lives. And specifically lives of black people matter first of all no one should even have to say that to begin with why should there even be a movement that says that because it's necessary in a time like this which um, brings me to James Baldwin James Baldwin made uh, or wrote, was in the process of writing a biography and um, it's been recently released called I Am Not Your Negro. Um, You can get it um, either as a book or actually purchase the documentary. But he wasn't necessarily like black power or anything, but he was about humanity, humanity. And he asked this question, why did white people have to create the Negro? Why did you create the Negro? Like, what's the point? Man, it's a really good documentary. You should go check it out. But he raises a a lot of good questions and he brings light on humanity altogether. Um, he was also really good friends with, you know, a lot of the civil rights activists, but, you know, he's right. Like, why? Just why? Um, very well guy great writer but he ended up spending most of his life overseas in other countries because he knew he would be treated better there doesn't make sense just doesn't make sense that we're we cannot be treated equal here And not to say that it's not like that in other countries, because trust me, it is. I mean, last year, March 2018, Marielle Franco was gunned down on her way home after speaking at an event about black women empowerment. She was an activist who um, pretty much... um, fought for black empowerment for women 
And that's a double, a double-edged sword right there. Being black and being a woman. Because, you know, a lot of countries, you know, women aren't respected at all. But now, your skin is darker. You definitely ain't going to be respected. But I just, uh, my heart was heavy on this topic. I was doing a lot of thinking, especially after recently seeing some of these documentaries and just hearing the things that are going on in the news. And it's just, it's very sad. It's hard to watch the news every week. It's always something, always something. Kids committing suicide after being bullied. Um, Kids going missing. Um, Just all types of stuff. I think recently I saw that there was um, one of the first Muslim judges recently found dead in the Hudson River. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just crazy. Definitely don't want to end this podcast on such a somber note, but, you know, topics like this is very important. And just we as a people just have to, we just have to be better, be kinder to everybody and just realize that life is too short, you know? We're supposed to just be here to do God's will and keep it moving. And um, sitting here hating somebody because they look different or they got something that you ain't got. Where does that get you? It doesn't get you anywhere. <sighs> yes. So, <laughs> sorry that this had to be so heavy. But, you know, it's just hard to not talk about things like this. It's just very hard. But um, I thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Thank you guys again. Quick shout out to Brian Banks for lighting the fire under my feet and encouraging me to get my podcast started truly appreciate it make sure you guys go check out his podcast as well it's called bitching with brian make sure you like and subscribe um to his podcast until next time bye